Hello everyone, my name is Jet Tattersall and welcome to the Women in Pop podcast. We are back. This is our first podcast for 2022 and it is fantastic to be with you. We are going to be chatting to some incredible artists this year. Before we start today's show, we are very close to releasing the next issue of our print magazine. But until then, you can still get your hands on issue 11, which features the kick-ass Blackpink on the cover. We also have interviews with Natalie Imbroglia, Jesse Ware, Joy Crooks, Lauren Mabry from Churches, and more. We also celebrate the 40th anniversary of the iconic 1980s group, The Bangles. You can buy your copy now at womeninpop.com forward slash subscribe or in a news agency near you. Now, you may recognize our guest today. She has launched a stellar career as a solo artist and is creating some of the best hip hop music in Australia. Today, she releases her debut EP, Drowned Surface, and it is off the charts divine. It is, of course, Siala. Siala, hello and welcome to Women in Pop. Hello, nice to be here. Oh my God, it's so lovely to be here. Can I just start with one of the most beautiful and perfect comments on your YouTube channel, which someone just said, we need more of you. Mm. <laughs> I love the positivity that they give out. It's so good. It's so it good. just was so true. And it was like you went, you know what? You do and now you have it because we have mm. drowned surface. Talk me through about having this out into the world and the creation and all the feelings behind it. Um, so it first started from an idea and I was like drowned surface, like, you look like you're above the water, but you're actually really below and like really in deep. Um, but you look so like cooperative and everything above the surface. Um, and like one day I just randomly got it tattooed on me. And cause I didn't have the idea as an album. I just really liked the two words together. And then I tattooed it. And then like I was sitting there, I was like, what am I gonna name it? Oh, I just looked at my hand like it was a watch. I was like, drowned surface. Um, but yeah, it was really awesome making it it helped me a lot like through processing a lot of thoughts and stuff so yeah it was really good it's i'm so glad you said that as well the process and i for listeners that haven't yet heard it i'm just going to play latest single uh, bleeding focus essentially two tracks in one this is something we don't hear in music and now I'm going to be asking myself why not it is such a beautiful duality and I love the way you've approached this song can you talk to me a little bit about this one yeah so first it started off um two separate tracks and it was just bleeding then focus and then me and nerve um got into the studio we're just sitting there and like like smoked a doobie and just like thought to ourselves what if we just mesh this into one and put like a heartbeat like a panic attack in the middle of it and then it meshes into like a darker kind of track going from something so upbeat to something like more low-key um and it was so it was awesome making it with all the tribal chants at the start my mom's in it my grandma's in it so yeah it was really awesome making it that's incredible it's just I don't know. There's like this, I love the sense of like bleeding desperation and then this moment of reclaiming the heart. Um, Focusing on it and kind of replenishing yourself. It's absolutely beautiful. 
Can you talk me through about your journey into music? Because I know that we're talking or when you're announced, it's like she's this great hip hop artist, but I'm like, yeah, but there's something else going on in here. Mm -hmm. There's definitely not just one set genre there. And I have a feeling it comes from a place like from what music meant to you growing up. So can you talk to me through a bit about your journey? Um, Yeah, so so when I was younger, I was going through a lot. um, And I started off, uh, just one day I walked into a, like this music shop and this lady was just like, I want to give you this guitar. Like, I don't know why, but I just want to give you this guitar. And she gave it to me, it was like 300 and something. I was like, oh, sweet, shout out to that lady. And yeah, I got home and I just started playing chords so quickly. And I was more into, because of my emotions and stuff, I was more into like grungy music when I was younger. It was never hip hop. Um, I did listen to some hip hop because my mum grew up listening to Tupac and everything. But um, it was more like PJ Harvey, Nick Cave, and just like a bunch of like kind of underground like legends. Like, I don't know, they were just legends to me and they still are. And like, I hold them so much higher than everything else. So I think grasping all of their like sounds and stuff, I was able to like express myself more within hip hop and add those kind that kind of sound or like darkness into my music. And I found that like only probably like two years ago or last year. And I just discovered that because I was trying to tap into it. And I was like, no, it's there. I just need to be real with myself kind of thing. And then yeah, I finally did it and it felt so good. It was just like a release. That's really beautiful because I I know even from artists that have even many more years than yourself, mm-hmm. still struggling to find that voice of theirs outside of what is necessarily apparently their genre. Exactly. Um, and having to having that internal fight going, yeah, but I also want to experiment with this sound. And it's so lovely to hear young artists coming up and going, do you know what? Fuck it. I actually really like exactly. a little bit of Smashing Pumpkins guitar on this or, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I can definitely hear it in music. I actually want to play for the listeners now um, the EP's closer, Ecstasy. Because that, for me, is just that something else in this evening. Yeah, totally. I love ecstasy. Like the guitar solo and my um, one of my friends came in who had traveled like doing heavy metal. And I was just like, I was just like, you are so dope. Like you have to jump on this. We're in an Airbnb. And he just started shredding like so hectically. And I was just behind it doing like uh like just long elongated sounds, like a cry. And we were just like really meshing it in. And it was so awesome. So awesome. It's beautiful. Do you often, when you're putting um, music together, like not just in a production sense, but even when you're writing and creating, I mean, you're clearly a lyricist. Mm, um, of writing, yeah. But 
how much do you like to experiment even when you're own in that creative process with the sound of a song? Because I imagine ecstasy could also be a very different song had you stripped off that guitar. You know what I mean? Oh, and- 100%, 100%. So what I kind of do is I just mesh a bunch of sounds. It's kind of like, it reminds me of like, you know, when shamans like, like like you know they do that I kind of try and incorporate that in my music and like just uh kind of plaster it all together and make it one sound but it sounds like there's just one person with so many emotions coming out and it's just like they're like screaming from so many directions and it just like sounds really cool like I like it I know you've got um a bit of a headline show coming up (laughs) announcing with this plethora of musical experimentation you now have at your hands um I imagine we're going to be hearing the EP but are you going to be tinkering with versions of songs 100% I would love to do that um especially I would love to delve into some of the old songs I used to listen to when I was younger like PJ Harvey if I could do like a kind of rock chanty but hip-hop kind of cover that would be so dope so amazing um I want to talk actually no I'm going to play it first it feels like it's a DJ session today but that's what we're doing (laughs) I want to play Blackout which you released in February um here we go this is Blackout Okay, so this again is that complete a culmination for a listener of inspiration and sounds and experimental, but the subject matter is just something that pulls the spine from your back. Can, and I and I think because of that subject matter, of course, the production and the melody has this this chaos this this wound up chaos can you talk me through this song because I think it's such an important track the way I kind of look at the song is like when you emotionally black out and it's just all over the place your head's going and then you just drop into this part like of yourself where you're really vulnerable at one stage and you're like the lyrics are don't want to bleed drowning in my grief and it just goes to this place where you're vulnerable and the beat drops out and it's really mystical because like you're kind of confused and then it just pops back into the verse and it's like all upbeat and like that's what I like to do I like um I think I just like trippy shit like I just love doing weird shit I think yeah (laughs) um you've spoken um a lot about growing up in uh, a shelter with your mother Hmm. and your siblings and basically stepping in and what what happens I guess in a lot of these situations Mm. uh being the sibling that Mm. takes on the responsibilities of the other parent Mm. and being the defender can are you okay to talk to me a little bit about that so I feel like when you grow up like that you don't think of it it's just a thing you do you know and you're just like well 
did like I can't do anything else so like it just feels normal um but there was a stage when like I didn't I realized it wasn't and um I ended up in a bad place but it's all just a part of growing and stuff like I love my mom my mom's the strongest woman I know and she's like done everything she could for me when she had absolutely nothing you know scrapes the bone off her ass so like I would always be there for her 100%. Do you think that that heightened tension I think when anyone is living in a situation of extreme anxiety and terror obviously it does things to the way they see the world um oh 100% how has that affected you as a creator well it's I think like fuck trauma but love trauma kind of thing like you know like I have this love for it but I also like a blessing and a curse because like you have so many materials to constantly write about like you can really be sympathizing with anyone like if someone wants you to write something you can sympathize with it straight away because you have more understanding of emotion like you're not saying I have more than anyone else but you have so much like so much bunched up you can really be empathic when you pick up on people's energy like I can feel people's energy all the time but sometimes it's I get you know really intense mental health is like not the best at times everyone has their ups and downs with anxiety depression but if you can express yourself then just keep on doing it because expressing myself like feels just like every day it's just like a cage in my chest just opening up and closing like it's just good it feels really nice what I think is also really beautiful about what you do is you you don't just say what it is or what it was but you're very open about pulling away any stigma of this industry for Mm. instance you talked about the fact that you went through a period where you weren't going to school And you talk about the period where you defended your mom from physical violence. You talk Mm. about women's shelters. And I'm imagining, not just imagining, I'm aware that you are not the first artist that has gone through this. No no one wants to talk about it because as much as we say, support the women and it's okay, do what you want to be. No one's yet ready to take that jump. And especially people in the industry, you know, acting like they get it. But sometimes they don't like they've never been through it, but they can talk about it. And it's like, do you really sympathize with what they're saying just because they can talk about it? Like, you know what I mean? But if you have someone who's actually been through it, like I wish I could watch someone that's like, yeah, I got anxiety and I have really fucked up thoughts. I'm, I deal with heaps of depression. I have this and that. I would feel so, so safe just watching that. Like, you know, I'd feel so comfortable and I'd probably be able to get up out of bed and just be like, oh, there's someone else feeling that. Awesome. But when no one's expressing themselves and trying to act so strong, it's just like the opposite of that. And then it makes everyone else kind of confused, you know. That's why you leaned into PJ Harvey when you were young. (laughs) That's what it was. Can I ask you, um, obviously you've got this beautiful platform here and you're doing such amazing advocacy work with it. Of course, it's only been the last, let's say with social media, Hmm. that artists have had um, a direct content uh, contact apologies with their audience in the sense that they can they can voice political opinion yep. they can voice um charities they champion they can make they can make opinion on political you know what i mean they're, they're not done too and that can be a curse and a blessing mm-hmm. but how have you found i guess the responsibility of wielding your political opinions and also your advocacy I kind of, I won't go out to look for a situation to pop up on, but 
But if it comes my way, then I'll set my energy. But either than that, I'm one person. I can't change the whole world. There's so many opinions, so I'm not going to waste my energy doing it. If so many people are closed off, that's their problem kind of thing. And, like, you know, feel bad for you if you can't see that. And it's so true. There's only so many, so many things you can care for and shout for at the same time. You have just been creating such beautiful music and it's really touching people in such a beautiful way, but you're coming at it independently. I know you've got a great team, but you're still a a young independent female artist and the world is not the nicest place (laughs) historically to young independent female artists and I imagine even less so in a genre that's heavily dominated by men and older men as well can you tell me a little bit about um your experiences going in so my experiences going in I actually do not feel that because you know I feel like I'm very masculine but also I'm very feminine I can balance it but when I'm hanging around dudes it just comes out of me and I'm just like yeah, bro, like, what the fuck, da 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 And they're like, yeah, like, you just know what you're doing. Like, I would just, like, wear a sash and we're all jamming. I would just, like, take over and I'd just, like, you know, like, and I don't realise, I don't ever realise, like, I'm not, it's just, the like, my we're all equal. I just see it that way, you know, when I'm chilling with them. But I know my friends, um, like, who are more, you know, susceptible as being, like, Uh, a female because you know I look very masculine I've heard they've dealt with a lot of like shit times in the studio or people wanting things from them if they do something like you know saying they can come in for free and do free sessions and then like asking like for what sex or something after like I've heard of really fucked up things um which is so messed and it needs to change and women need to like like they're going to step up they're all going to step up like so many female artists are really killing it right now and I feel like they they just know they've got the intuition like they're just so like I don't know how to explain it like so flowy but they're so hard they're just boss you know they've got the best of both worlds kind of thing I think that's what you're doing as well I think I mean it's almost a tragedy in the fact that the way that you haven't experienced a problem is because you present in those areas as a defense mechanism with masculine energy, which possibly even comes from your childhood and protecting your mother and and putting on your battle armor. But at the same time, you advocate such femininity with your music because you talk about anxiety and womanhood and insecurities, Mm. and there's such a fragility to your ferocity. And I feel like that's my vulnerable side. So when I'm doing music, that's when my softness comes out. All my, you know, it's more, it's always like flowy or soft. But when like I'm in person, I can be pretty like poker face sometimes or like just like non-expressing. But when I get in the studio, it just feels good because I'm really like, I'm just opened up. Beautiful. Obviously we've got headline sheds coming up, Um, EPs out. Can you tell yep. me what else is coming up for you? The tour, I'm really excited for the EP tour and kind of just creating things with people who are on the same wavelength and want to be weird. That's all. Just people that want to be weird, you know, like I just really did that. So keep on doing that and then hopefully release much more music. 
keep on experimenting with sounds. I think that's wonderful. And it's such a refreshing voice. And I'm so, um, you've given me nation pride to get it coming out of Australia. So um, that's incredible. Thank you so much for joining us today, Stella. It Thank has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Listeners, WEP, Drowned Surface, is out right now across all platforms. So please do go and give it a stream or download it immediately as it is really good. Stella is also touring, as we just mentioned, in April and May for more info. And to get the tickets, go to our Instagram. Before we go, don't forget, it is your last chance to grab a copy of issue 11 of Women in Pop magazine with black pink on the cover. Go to womeninpop.com forward slash subscribe to get your copy now and stay tuned for issue 12 out very soon. Thank you for listening today. We shall be with you again very soon with a new episode. And until then, from myself and Ciala, goodbye. Goodbye.